0: Welcome to the Loving Leadership Podcast, a podcast where we discuss how when leaders lead with love, we transform our teams and achieve great things together. Join us on our journey. This is Loving Leadership. Hi, welcome to the Loving Leadership Podcast. I'm Kelly Barton. And I'm Nicole Hidalgo. I guess your official sidekick. Sidekick, best friend, I don't know. I mean, Nicole and I, we have worked together. I can't even think about the years because we blinked and all of a sudden 20 years has come and gone but uh you know it's been a long it's been a long road for the two of
1: us hasn't it I I agree it's you know it's 20 years just um seems like a long time to work for one organization and I honestly just don't feel like it's been that long but when you look at the date it is what it is right It is, you know, and
0: I think what's so so cool is in our combined years of all of our experiences that we've had, the two of us have somehow always been connected because leadership has always just been something that's really
1: interested us. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's really that love. Of mm-hmm. leadership, you know, that we both kind of share. And with all those years, I know we've read our fair <laughs> share of leadership books, taken classes, and just really have this lifelong search for the secret to effective leadership, right? Yeah. And I, and I feel bad
0: because I'm going to date myself here. Because I mean, now people are downloading and they're doing, they're listening to podcasts, all these micro learnings. And I look back and I was that nerd that went to the Barnes and Noble bookstore in the management section and sat down, like, and would look through the books. And you think about, and if you've ever come to my office, you have seen the amount of books that I have amassed over the years. And it's the one minute manager, it's the carrot principle, it's the Disney approach, it's the Studer approach. And there are just so many of them. And I have to admit, like, I was guilty. I have been guilty of saying, well, let's try this and let's try this, almost like these leadership
1: principles were flavors of the month. I know. And it can be exhausting and, you know, probably a little confusing to the teams that um, <laughs> that we lead, that we work with. And, um, you know, one day and, and and it's this and then the next day it's something else. And it's like we're kind of dizzy from changing directions so many times. And I think that's one of the reasons we really wanted to do this podcast. I mean, how long have we talked about this? But, you mm-hmm. know, certainly this current situation provided a great platform and opportunity to just begin the discussion and to really connect our leadership team together in a new and different way.
0: Yeah, and it's weird. It's like not only the timing of this COVID-19 situation, right? So we had that one kind of catalytic moment, right? But then the timing that here we are in the midst of something that has been challenging for us as an organization, and we are celebrating the the our healthcare system its entirety all of our workers which we call spirit week right and and i think it's so interesting that we have chosen this heroic spirit theme to really recognize and celebrate these team members i mean i just can't think of a
1: Better way to start this conversation that we have probably wanted to do for such a long time. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more, and um, I'm excited to get started and um, mm-hmm. with our special guest. So <laughs> um, before I think we can really even talk about um, actual leadership principles, I think we kind of have to take a little bit of a step back. And and you know we've said a long time our, our health system is really based on this idea that we're a ministry of relationships. And those relationships really provide the cultural glue that, that bind us together as a ministry. So um, for our first podcast, we, we want to explore the concept of relationship and, and really who better to guide our discussion, but our, our very own chief of human resources, Hunter Richardson. So welcome, Hunter, and thanks for joining us.
2: Hi, Kelly and Nicole. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I mean, Hunter, we
0: we work, I mean, Nicole and I obviously have worked together for a while, but I don't think if people realize how long you've worked for the organization as well, and we've all been doing this for over 20 years, and I'd like to think that we were um, (laughs) we're babies when we started. Did we ever think 20 years ago, this is what we'd be doing? But I think, I, I know I speak for Nicole in that not only can we not thank you enough for coming on and launching it with us, but for everyone who's listening, I mean, just what bravery and courageous spirit our own chief of HR has. I mean, when we sat with this idea, that's really what it was, was this small idea. We gave Hunter some questions to kind of think about, and I'll tell you, it he didn't even hesitate he just said sure put me in and so I, I know for me as as a leader who's still learning how to lead in all these years there is a courageous spirit that says let's go figure it out and and really trusting the people around you to say okay let's let's go figure out what it could be so i guess for me for that knowing that how long you work for the organization, being the chief of HR, I'm just curious in your own perspective, how do you think the ministry has changed over all these years?
2: Sure. Thanks, Kelly. And, and first, let me say, I do think being part of this inaugural podcast is important. Um, but to both your and Nicole's points, you know, we are a ministry of relationships, but what I think we haven't thought about is those relationships can come in different forms, right? They're all very different and all very unique, Mm -hmm. just like each of our individual team members. If I think back, you know, earlier in my career, like you said, more than Mm -hmm. 20 years ago now, um, we approached processes and people very methodically. Um, you know, this is the process, you must follow it. This is the issue with the team member. This is the process you must follow. I think where we've evolved is how we see our team members differently and even some of our processes. Um, We recognize that each person has their own unique set of gifts and talents. and, And we have to recognize that as we're Um, talking with our team members if we're um, trying to coach them along in a certain uh, area that they may need help in. But if I can use you, Kelly, as an example, you know, when I think back to, you know, the whole nine months ago when I started in this this chief HR role, um, we quickly realized that we needed to merge um, our entire talent management team. And it was specifically made up of talent acquisition and leading and learning. And recognize that there could be some value in merging those two teams together. And Kelly, you you came to my mind first, because if you think back over your own career, when you started with us as a recruiter, you were in that methodical process. Right. Mm -hmm. And then as your career has progressed over the years um, and really developed in that leading and learning space, um, I recognize that, that that's an evolution and that you have unique skills and abilities in that talent management space um, and, and put you in that position to manage those processes and those team members um, and that education piece that's so important to the, the ongoing development of our team members and our leaders. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's a perfect example of how we recognize unique talents um, with individuals. But what I also think that has changed for us as a ministry is the speed and complexity in which we have to adapt. Um, This can be very challenging. And I think our current situation has shown that, you know, given the right resources and identifying those skills and gifts and talents, um, we can have some great innovation come out of those challenges. And I think that's exactly what we've done. Um, over the last few weeks. I
1: mean, I couldn't agree more. It's just been amazing to see what we have done and what we've been able to accomplish our teams just in such a short amount of time. And in all of these images that we see of, of kind of everyday heroes and our healthcare heroes, it just, it really just makes you so proud of the work we're, we're doing collectively.
2: Yeah. And if I think about, you know, the entire integrated health system, you know, whether it's our hospitals our clinics, nursing homes, shared services, they're all responding. And and I'm very proud of how we are responding. And what it boils down to is it's just who they are at the core. Um, You know, when we look back, our our mission and our core values have been at the heart of everything that we've done. Um, That hasn't changed. I would like to think that it's never going to change. You know, we're going to be here to serve. We're going to serve those who are most in need. And we're going to call on those individuals um, and of our team members um, to use those specific and unique gifts and talents to respond.
0: Yeah, it's, it's almost like we've been asking team members to step up for years, regardless of the situation, whether it's been a flood or a hurricane or even this current situation that we're in, that they're going to be called on to use their gift and talent, kind of like their own superpower, if you will, because we are talking about this heroic spirit and we're talking about this spirit week. I, I was actually watching. I don't know if you guys saw it, but there was um, just a Sunday uh, news journal, like, you know, like the Good Morning America. I think it was on CBS and it talked about the history Of superhero comics. And I thought, God, this is kind of cool. So I stopped for a moment and kind of peeked in and and jotted some notes. And I think we're going to have a link after this podcast drops if somebody wants to see the full episode. But what was fascinating for me was the evolution of the superhero in of itself. And of course, if someone said, what's the first superhero that comes to mind? It really was the Superman comics. But what I thought was was really intriguing for me was the timing when Superman was launched first of all it was created by two teenage boys right in the garage saying wonder what we could kind of come up with on our own the timing was right prior to World War II when the world in of itself kind of needed this savior if you will something to save the day but when you start really watching the episode what it's really cool is not only the figure of Superman of himself but then throughout the years how it evolved where they became maybe a little bit more relatable a a little bit more human the Peter Parkers of the world had a little bit more vulnerability and I just I think that evolution and relatability is what's really interesting about the whole superhero phenomenon.
2: Well, and you know, Kelly, that's really how our workforce should be, Um, you know, and in Mm -hmm. my humble opinion, and it might be in one of those books on your bookshelf, (laughs) um, but (laughs) I think that's one of the most fundamental of all leadership principles, you know, being authentic as a leader and learning how to evolve or adapt or adjust is so important. You know, we hold our Mm -hmm. mission and core values as sacred, but we also learn to evolve and stay relevant. Um, and stay focused on what lies ahead.
1: Yeah, Hunter, I, I really love that idea and that juxtaposition of kind of the the staying relevant um, and in being progressive and kind of our thoughts and how we we uh, look at things differently. We use new lenses um, to kind of tackle the 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 issues that we're facing, but yet really honoring those traditions that we that we hold sacred. And you know, I wonder if others think do you have to choose instead of having both?
2: You know, I don't think you do. Um, You know, it may add a little more work to your day, right? I mean, you might have to have another meeting. You might have to edit another document. But I think that's what separates us from other organizations is being able to do both. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one of the reasons that I still get up each day and and do this work, um, and it's important. I get to do this work, Mm -hmm. right? And I get to base it on not on the the history of our mission and our values, but also in the day's world of what needs to happen and how do we merge the two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hunter, do you, I mean, I would, this is, I might put you on the spot. I don't know. But when we talk about keeping yourself energized, um, I feel like I kind of look back to like March 5th, March 6th, when all of this, kind of really started when we realized we were in the middle of it and I mean I know you've worked every single day I mean it might be a week but every day you have either sent a message out you kind of looped us in for what's happening so I know you're working how are you kind of keeping your own energy charge your own superpower charge what are you doing to do that
2: well well, if I'm honest, I'm tired, <laughs> right? I mean, and, and I think there's a lot of people out there that are tired. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of pressure on all of us right now. You know, we're, we're making a lot of decisions with the best information that we have at the time. Um, and you can't help but second guess yourself. You know, is that the right decision for our ministry? What is the impact of those decisions going to be when we come out of this COVID uh, situation? We're not going to be in the new norm. We know that. What does the future look like for us? But, you know, again, everybody is tired. But what keeps me going is I know the people we're here to serve, those folks that are on the front lines taking care of those patients that are in an unimaginable situation, um, keeps me going. I get up every day. Yeah, I'm tired when I get up. But I think about those individuals that we're supporting, and that makes the biggest difference to me every morning. Um, so that's why I
1: keep going. I, you know, I'm, I'm really glad you mentioned you're tired. Thank you for kind of giving that, you know, some permission for all of us. And, you know, when I think about this heroic spirit and the heroic spirit of our, of our team members, um, it's, it's not just about saying we're all good. We've got this, um, you know, instead of saying, you know, we're, we're all in this together. I know when I've interviewed some team members, I mean, they've said, I'm, you know, working the COVID units, I'm scared. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure I'm, it's, it's okay. And kind of giving them that permission and that we can really lean on each other, you know, and, and when I'm tired, you can lead when you're tired, I'll lead. We just kind of support each other through that process.
0: Yeah. And that, you know, we, the, the name of this podcast is loving leadership, right? And I just wonder if that's what loving leadership is. Is all about it's. It's trying to find these glimpses of greatness that remind us, you know, who we are really called to be in this work. Um, I, you can't help but think our FMOL sisters, those sisters who founded this ministry, are kind of our original mm-hmm. superheroes, right? That in all that hard work, we really are doing. God's work in service. And we are an extension of his hands, his feet, his voice, and his heart. I mean, it is, it's Mm -hmm. overwhelming. But at the same time, it's, it's energizing in that the work has purpose, and you know that it connects to something. And, you know, you think of superheroes of being this imaginary figure. But for us, they're real. And those sisters taught us
1: a lot about what really is. Yeah. The I, I think spirit. absolutely. They've really um, kind of blazed that trail for us. And I think, you know, we all have kind of those, those people or um, those um, folks you, you think about that that have been there in our lives that have supported us that we, you know, that really are heroes, everyday heroes in our own lives. So I think Hunter, when, when you think of that, that person, that heroic spirit, that demonstration for you and your life? Who, who comes to mind for you?
2: So, you I think that individual would have to be my late mm-hmm. father. Um, you know, he was a gentle giant, um, which is kind of a juxtaposition, but I mean, he was a big man. He was mm-hmm. 6'2", he was 300 pounds. He was full of strength and might, mm-hmm. but you know, one of the most caring people I've, I've ever known. Um, and while he could be intimidating physically, um, on, you could just tell by being in his presence, you know, that on the inside, um, you just felt the patience oh. of Job. Um, he would give you the shirt off the back, give you the sh- his shirt off his back to, even if he didn't oh. know you, um, you
1: mm-hmm. know, I've been
2: through some tough things in my life, but, but he was always there to support me. And in the most non-judgmental way, um, you know, one of the mm-hmm. most important things I, I think I learned from him or, or maybe even inherited oh. from him uh, was his even temper. Um, now he probably had a little more even temper than I do. <laughs> I have my, I have my moments. Uh, but he would, you know, he would always tell me that, um, you know, being humble, being kind, being patient and having a listening ear, um, would be the most meaningful thing that you could do for another, another person oh. in your life. Um, and, you know, I've tried to take that lesson and I've tried to take it to heart and uh, try to apply that to my leadership style. You know, and and I think that, you know, that has helped me develop relationships, uh, over the last 24 years that I've been here. Um, but also, and maybe more importantly, it's helped me establish those relationships in my current role, um, to help us be successful.
0: It's something about those dads. I don't know what it is, whether it's, you know, Mm -hmm. daughters or sons, but those, I know Nicole had a really special relationship with her father and my father, like Hunter, um, is still with us, but just this big man with a big personality, but with this softest heart, And, you know, and I think you, I think what's interesting, Hutter, is we learn about that maybe after we've grown up, because I'm going to tell you, I mean, (laughs) telling stories of myself, um, if I was past curfew with a date, my dad did not have a very (laughs) gentle heart, if anything. He had a very strong presence and, you know, and there were some shaking knees, but it's, but it really was his genuine spirit that I look back on now and go, man, what a gift. I, I yeah, got you know, dad, I remember
1: like- um, at my dad's funeral, um, the priest, um, you know, knew my dad well, and, and he said, you know, um, he used his cross, which was his cancer. Um, as a bridge to other people, and i've just never forgotten that phrasing it's just always has has stuck with me and and it was such a beautiful way to kind of symbolize his life and his approach as a as a leader, as a father. Um, you know he 's always looking to connect, always looking to say, "I see you, you know mm-hmm. I see you through mm-hmm. and and how can I help and I think you know that some of what we 're kind of uncovering. Here, You know, that the best leaders, the best heroes have, there's this humanness to them. You know, they, they push us to be better, um, mm-hmm. and are strong when we need that presence, but you're know, also willing to kind of, um, ask for help, say when they, um, they don't have all the answers. And, um, I think that's, what's really, um, special about, um, about kind of our, our heroes today is there's this quality, this vulnerability there that, um, that they're, that they're embracing.
2: Yeah, Nicole. And, you know, I think I would challenge that our leaders probably don't ask Mm -hmm. for help enough. Um, you know, I think if we're Mm -hmm. honest, there are times when some of us are actually scared to ask for help. You know, whether that'll be someone will think that I'm incompetent or how is this going to impact my performance evaluation? Um, You know, I look back over this this covid uh, situation over the last several weeks and I've certainly had to ask for help. Right. Um, Whether it's from my team or from individuals outside of the organization, um, you know. Everyone was willing to help if I just asked the question. Um, so, you know, we tried things, sometimes it worked, sometimes it didn't. Um, but that's the important piece is we've got to get comfortable in our, in our head, in our internal space that it's okay to ask for help.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it's something that I just reminded me of this story, um, of Hunter and our own team kind of working through this, but for those of that are listening, Hunter is, technically my boss I report up through Hunter and in Hunter's leadership he has established this regular cadence of calls with our broader HR leadership team I think Nicole was on that call as well and listen just going back we we were tired I mean we were exhausted and in in the world of people, we're, we're always have another idea, right? We're like, well, we could do it this way and we could do it this way. And Hunter, would you consider, and let's just say that Hunter, you, you were at the end of your rope and which some might have said was a creative spirit. You were ready for us to move on. I mean, you, you were, you were done and he had made his intentions clear and we all were smart enough to pick up that our boss had said move and we moved on right and we were fine and the call would have been perfect and nothing would have bad would have happened but i still think what happened next in that call was really pivotal you stopped and you you paused and you just said i'm sorry and right in the middle of that conversation, I think the word you used was like, I apologize for being salty. And we all kind of got this like giggle because we didn't know really what to do. And here's our fearless leader saying, forgive me for kind of cutting you guys off. And that that principle is in every leadership book you're going to see is going to be, you know, be vulnerable, show yourself. It's okay to ask for forgiveness. But what I thought was phenomenal and which was really the books aren't going to tell you is when you allowed you, you said, guys, I'm tired. I'm salty. I I just, I need to try to make some decisions so we can move on. You kind of showed that humanness to us, this sense of, grace, that's the best word I can describe it, kind of just organically grew. You know, you could have easily justified why you were salty, which, listen, you had a reason to be exhausted. But it was our own little moment with the team. And we just all kind of took a deep breath. And I don't know, I just look back and saying that when you were leading with that human lens, you really do allow your team to actually demonstrate the grace. I don't know Hunter, if you remember that. At all.
2: <laughs> yes, I, I do remember that. <laughs> you know, in, in, in that moment, uh, my dad flashed into my head, mm. right. Telling me to remember Aww. those base principles that we used to talk about, be humble, be kind, have a listening ear. Um, but you know, I, I think that's a key learning for those listening today that, you know, none of us are perfect and we will fail. But if you have the right mindset and you have the right principles, you will persevere. Sometimes you just have to make things right. And, you know, as I think about, you know, we are learning how to navigate this new normal. We're not really sure what the new normal is going to be in the future. I I think the best gift that we can give each other is to tell our colleagues when they need to take a break, right? You know, I I tease y'all about the Mm -hmm. word love, right? Y'all know I'm not a touchy-feely kind of guy. So I give y'all a hard time about that. But, you know, maybe the real love in leadership is loving someone enough to tell them, you know, you might need to just take a break. (laughs)
1: Yeah. A little moment to reset, you know, take a step outside, put your phone down, right. step away from yeah. the email, just, you know, get, get a new perspective. I think, you know, just, I love that, you know, even heroes kind of have those flaws, have those failings. And that's kind of just, again, what I think makes them so endearing is is that, um, is that they're, they're human. And so I think, um, you know, I'd like to think anyway, that this podcast loving leadership is not just, about leadership when times are easy, but you know, really how do we lead during tough times? How do you lead through a, a difficult message? You know, I love this saying, it's not just about tough love. It's how you mm-hmm. kind of love tough. And sometimes it, you know, certain situations require that.
0: Yeah. I, I, I just, it, when it, there's so many more things we could talk about, right. And how we can really start to unpack lots of all these different topics. I mean, and you think about our time is really kind of coming Mm -hmm. to a close. It it went by so quick, like our 20 plus years of working and wherever someone's listening, or if they're listening to this on their way home from work, or they've got um, a little 15 minutes to spare. I kind of took some notes down because I wanted to see if we could maybe Figure out all the stuff that we have been able to cover. And so this is kind of what my notes are. So if I've missed something, Nicole and Hunter, chime in. This is what I heard us say. At the core, we're not only just a ministry of relationships, but these very unique relationships. Our mission and values, while they aren't changing, we heard Hunter tell us that we are going to have to adapt and change to meet those needs. And we're gonna call on our collective gifts and talents or superpowers of our team members in order to serve those communities. You know, we, we, took, a little, we took a little detour and learned a little bit about the, the, the true um, history of superheroes, but it really um, taught us about authenticity. And showing vulnerability and kind of that first leadership principle that Hunter said you know, you've got to be real and start with the realness first and then kind of move on. We explored how it's okay. To be tired. Um, I think it's a good thing this is not a podcast and they don't see <laughs> us right now because they would probably see how tired we actually look. <laughs> but that it's okay to lean mm-hmm. on each other. And I think that to me is what I kept on writing and circling. Lean lean in, lean on. And that's that's going to be okay. We're in this together. That through that humanness and forgiveness and vulnerability comes Great grace, giving each other the permission not to be perfect. I mean, that that to me is a true gift. We got to talk a little bit about our own sisters and how they challenged us to be the hands and feet of Jesus in everything that we do. And then, oh my goodness, the thing that connects the three of us is that our own fathers of what they've been able to teach us, and not only teach us these these big men with big hearts but what we've been able to lift from them which I think is the greatest honor that we can give these men that raised us about kindness humility and patience that really it's not the physical strength that that these are the those behaviors Mm -hmm. that are really the ultimate superpower and I mean I'm just going to say Not bad for our very first session. I'm just wondering, did I miss anything? Hunter, do you think I missed anything? It was a great conversation. And I think we're going to get to unpack a lot more. Um, What I think is just exciting about this is kind of going back to we started originally, was that we, Nicole and I, and Hunter, you too, we've read our fair share of leadership books. And so, we're not going to unpack a leadership book. What I think is really kind of cool, what we have the platform to do with this and share with our listeners, is unpacking those leadership books and principles, but yeah. through the lens of our mm-hmm. ministry, who we are. And I think that to me, is I mean we have so many subject matter experts around us, so I I think that's going to be very interesting to see how these principles get unpacked with us. You know, so Nicole, I was thinking we can't let Hunter leave without one provocative yeah. question, a closing question. Okay, all
1: right. To I'm see down. if we can
0: like stump him a little bit, you know. Okay. Okay, you're down with us See if Hunter's oh brave my enough to go with us. It is heroic. I never know what's know. coming for you guys. See, but, and you see, and that's what we love about you. But it is, it is spirit week. We have this heroic spirit. So I mean we couldn't let you go if we didn't say, I mean, of all the superpowers that you could be given, which one would you choose?
2: Hmm. Any superpower, <laughs> right? You know, I've always be able to fly Um, and I dream about it all the time. Um, There's just something about the freedom of that and, you know, and and how that plays out in my head, you know, whether good, bad or indifferent. And like so many people, my brain is always on. I'm constantly thinking I'm having this random stream of consciousness. Um, I think about what it would or dream about, I guess, what it would be like to fly and then I fantasize. How could that turn off that process in my head? <laughs> you know, it's random. I know it. Um, but I am what I am. That's, that's great.
0: It. I love that. I love that. It came to oh, okay. the um, And What about you?
1: Well, unlike Hunter, I, I don't really like to fly at least, you know, not on airplanes. Um, and, but I do, I do love to travel and experience new things, you know, so to be able to like travel, um, to, you know somewhere like a beach in the Caribbean like in the blink of an eye, I just that would be a game changer I don't know you, I think you call that like teleportation you'd kind of transport yourself to another place and you know I think and obviously an added bonus, I wouldn't have to deal with the Batman's traffic on the way home but um but that's what I would choose I think. <laughs>
0: And I have traveled with Nicole, and she, you, you actually for something that you don't enjoy, you yeah, power through you because are able I do. To, I do love to travel to and experience it. new things. So, so there's only know, one way to do that, right? You, <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I was trying to think back when I thought about asking Hunter the question. It's not really a superpower, but in my family, we love music. We love music. And you look at our playlist and Bob's trying to learn how to play the guitar. And we, yeah, we're always up for a good karaoke session. The problem is Mm. I cannot carry a tune. Like, (laughs) Like, like dogs, how like when I, I remember, I remember rocking Sam, our oldest to sleep, you know, you're trying to sing those sweet little lullaby, and he had his head on my chest. And as I was singing, he picked his head up and looked oh, at me and gave him sound like to be quiet. Ouch. That was an indicator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ouch. It was, but you know what, I'm going to keep my day job. So, we know that American Idol may never call, but I can still dream while Hunter's flying and you're teleporting away. Um, it is what it is. So, um, well, Hunter, we, Nicole, and I just can't thank you enough for spending a little time Absolutely. with us and um, trust. Oh, yeah. And I think it's going to be exciting to see kind of what's the next episodes could be and I think Nicole and I are trying to give it some thought
1: about how we right. might and explore I, I, um I think this if, next you know, version. we wanna hear from our our listeners, even if there are only two of them, we want want to know, you know, this (laughs) this is for our leaders, you know, what, what do you want to hear about? What, um, what could be a resource to you? Who should we talk to? Um, Should we talk to you? Do you have an an interesting and unique perspective? So um, shoot us an email in in Outlook, um, give us a ring, um, let us know, um, and and we'll put something together uh, for you. So in the meantime, just um, just remember to keep loving
0: and you know what? Keep leading.